This is Stems, Leaves and Roots with Danny. Bites. These are about insects. Enjoy. Please follow for more. Remember to subscribe and give five stars. You can find me on Spotify, Apple and most podcast platforms. Caterpillars, moths and butterflies. Welcome to bite number four. Woohoo! Order Lepidoptera. I could do a giant podcast on caterpillars, butterflies and moths. As with ants, see bite number two on ants. I don't think anyone else would really be interested in that. Or maybe because butterflies are so pretty. And moths can be pretty interesting. What about Mothman? Anyway, um, buckle up kids, it's going to be a ride. Moths, butterflies and skippers are from the order Lepidoptera and their life cycle is only between 15 and 29 days. Let's start with caterpillars. Do all caterpillars turn into butterflies or moths? Yes. However, there are some factors in which this allows them to go through complete metamorphosis. And this is lack of food, extreme weather changes or birth defects. What is a caterpillar? No, I am not talking about an earth mover. They are the teenager stage of Lepidoptera. The larvae of sawflies are also known as caterpillars. Do you know what uricoform means? Literally translates to caterpillar shaped. If someone describes your body type as this, maybe just demand why and maybe punch them in the face. No, don't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, so across the world, there is about 180,000 species of caterpillars. However, in Australia, where I am, there's only about 20,000 and only about 5% of these are actually known. There are so many different types of caterpillars. I'm sure you've seen a lot in your garden. There are some really hairy ones. They're really cute, but those ones are actually really dangerous. They can actually give you like an eczema type thing, give you rashes. So don't don't poke at them. Um, there's some really bright green or brightly coloured and some um, brown ones and some really ugly looking ones as well. So what do hungry caterpillars eat? Well, that book says apples, pears, plums, oranges, strawberries, chocolate cake, ice cream, a pickle, a pickle, Swiss cheese, salami, a lollipop, cherry pie, sausage, a cupcake, watermelon. Maybe not. Leaves, beautiful leaves. That's what caterpillars like to eat. Um, There is a link in the show notes which allows you to see the difference between caterpillars of moths and butterflies. Yes, I think there is a difference. However, I couldn't really see it and I wonder if you will. Uh, So what is the difference between caterpillars and their adult counterparts? If some of you said, well, one is uricoform with no wings and the other is beautiful and has wings, then of course you would be right. However, the other difference is they have different uh, mouth parts. All caterpillar mouth parts is called a labium. This consists of chewing jaws called mandibles, a mabrum, and maxillae. A more descriptive uh, description will be in the show notes. Butterflies siphon off the nectar with tubular mouth parts called a proboscis, which hides under their heads when not in use. Some moths have mandibles as well, which are the special jaws, and these are used to make holes in your blankets or socks or whatnot. 
Some butterflies and moths tend to survive off the fat they gained as caterpillars, with these species only have to find a mate and reproduce before they die. So their adolescent days are really the best days of their lives. There are some caterpillars which are okay to have and they grow into butterflies, which if you remember from a past episode, they make up a significant pollinator. There are websites dedicated to showing you how to breed pollinating butterflies and are capturing caterpillars to see what they grow into. To see if they are pollinators or just evil dudes, I guess. I find this fascinating and I reckon if you have kids, this could be something you could do. A kid at my school bred praying mantis, which is really awesome. But the most um, fantastic part of this is that she named one of them after me. And I was so chuffed. And I still am chuffed. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the life cycle of uh, butterflies and moths, which is practically the same except for one stage, which we'll get into in a minute. Okay, so it starts off with an egg, as everything does. And then this grows into larva or the caterpillar stage. The next stage is entering the hard shell chrysalis, which is only in butterflies and moths spin their own cocoon. The final stage of the metamorphosis um, cycle is becoming a butterfly or moth. In the show notes, you will see the life cycle of the Danis plexippus, i.e. the monarch butterfly, which I'm sure you all know it's that orange butterfly with the black stripes. It is also described in many sources of the orange butterfly with the black wings. So does anyone know what the difference between a moth and a butterfly is? As I said before, butterflies, skippers and moths all belong to the same order of Lepidoptera. Danny, what the heck is a skipper? You dove right past that one before too. Hold on to your hats, people. They are a group of bum, 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 butterflies. They actually used to be in a family all by themselves, but the boffins of B would have realised that they had something different to them. And it's only been recently where they have been classed under butterflies. Listen on for more differences between skippers, moths and butterflies. Butterflies have five families worldwide. Skippers only have one family and moths have 125 families worldwide. In Australia, these butterfly and skipper families are are all represented, but only 82 families of moths represented. So that means that 95% of species in the order of Lepidoptera is represented by moths across Australia and the world. So what is the difference between all these three? Seriously, Danny, get on with it. The only difference between skippers and butterflies is their antenna. Butterflies have thread-like antenna that are thickened or clubbed at the end. Skippers have thread-like clubbed antenna as well, but um, the clubs are tipped with a distinct hook. Moths have different types of antenna, however never clubbed. They can be feathered, thick, thin, smooth, long, short, etc. The other difference is that butterflies and skippers are diurnal, like to be out of, like to be out in the day. I actually did not realize that this is what this meant, and obviously you know what nocturnal is. Everyone talks about that, but I, but I did not know about diurnal, so I learned something today. Moths, on the other hand, are nocturnal, like the night. 
When butterflies and skippers stay still, they will fold their wings, whereas moths always sit flat. Interesting, isn't it? So how do we get rid of moths or caterpillars that we don't want? On moths, my sister and I used to live together about 100 years ago, and one Christmas Eve we found moths everywhere in the pantry. It's what you want to do on a Christmas Eve. Thank goodness it was way before kidlets. But anyway, I think we both still have PTSD because of those moths. These particular moths are called Indian meal moths or pantry moths. Anyway, don't want caterpillars in your garden? You don't like that they eat your veggies or other leaves in your garden? Do you reckon they spread disease to your plants? Due to slowly killing plants, this can cause them to become diseased as the plant is weak. Some also can burrow into flowers and fruit, and this also can um, end up being allowing other diseases to get in and sometimes fungal as well. Discourage kids and anyone else really that you know not to touch caterpillars, especially if you don't know what it is. Because as I said earlier, some of them can be quite hairy and they actually can um, hurt a lot or they can just give you a rash. It's just, they're just not nice. Um, Brassicas have caterpillars eating their leaves plus flowers, limiting the number of veggies to grow. Uh, Also, the other thing that they spread is nucleopolyhedrovirus, which is also known as NPV, which is a a plant virus. And this occurs across Australia and the world. Uh, We also have problems with imported plants from cargo ships, containers, ships, etc. One such example is a spongy moths, also known as gypsy moths, and their caterpillars can grow up to seven centimetres. We could use harsh chemicals in in our gardens, I guess. But Danny, you hate harsh chemicals. You've also said that A lot of insects will get immune with said chemical-based pesticides. Just seeing if you've been paying attention. (laughs) Neem oil is the best to get rid of your pesky caterpillars or homemade chilli or garlic spray. If you want to check out some organic recipes for getting rid of your creepy crawlies, including moths, please check out my website, stemsleavesandroots.com. I hope you enjoyed this latest bite. Please don't forget to follow, rate and review the podcast. Thank you, Maddie Thorpe, for the artwork. Thank you to Phyllis King for her research. You can find me on most socials, Instagram at stems underscore leaves underscore roots underscore with underscore Danny, Facebook at stems underscore leaves underscore roots underscore with underscore Danny, on TikTok at stems leaves roots, through YouTube, stems leave leave roots. Now I don't know why, but for some reason there's no S on the end of that leave, so it is actually stems leave and then roots. So yeah, I, I've tried to. If anyone knows how I can sh- change that name, that'd be great. Um, anyway, until next time, toodle ooh. All media pertaining to this episode will be in the show notes. Please follow through Instagram and we now have a Facebook group. Please remember to rate and review and remember to pull up your plants so we can get dirty. Blop, blop.